Cliff Kingsbury was recently hired now by the Washington Commanders, leading many to now speculate could the Commanders be interested in trading with the Chicago Bears to get the number one overall pick to draft Caleb Williams. We're also going to play some uh, some fact and fiction with Caleb Williams and some things surrounding him and dive into the mailbag. All that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host, Sarah Hayes. More importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into this content for today. So, of course, Cliff Kingsbury was hired by the Washington Commanders to now be uh, their new offensive coordinator, which means Eric Bieniemy is out there, right? Which brings about its own questions of what's going to happen there. But keep in mind, Kingsbury pulled out of being uh, in uh, consideration for the Oakland Raiders job, which was kind of rumored that he was going to be offered that position. They eventually p- pivot to Luke Getty of all people. But now, uh, Cleve Kingsbury, who was a previous head coach, who also worked at USC with Caleb Williams, worked closely with him, has now naturally led a lot of people to ask, could the Washington Commanders now be looking to move up to get Caleb Williams? And so, while that is definitely a prospect there, right? I'm not going to say that there's no chance at all that that may happen. When you pair that with some of the rumors that uh, how much you, de- you 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 rely on that, that maybe even Shane Waldron may prefer Drake May for his system. Again, that doesn't mean that he's going to have the last say. But when it all comes down to it is that maybe the Bears and the uh, the Washington Commanders could be set up to a path where maybe they there's some mutual interest there on trading for the number one overall pick. Now, you know, there's a lot of rumors surrounding Caleb Williams, which we'll get into a minute on his desire to want or not want to come to Chicago. I'm glad that that's like Colin Cowherd had to, had to walk those things back. But when you look at the Washington Commanders, what could they offer, right? They could offer uh, their own picks in this draft, which definitely would help. On top of, do they make uh, McLaurin or Darren Payne uh, uh, involved or available in one of those trades? Could that happen, right? Payne, especially when you look at what he could bring at that three tech and the fact that that is an important part of Matt Eberflus' system. You, you know, you got to ask some questions there. So I wind up seeing what happens with that. That this does open up a new kind of view on it. And if the Bears do move down to number two, the the, the player that a lot of people look at, the true generational talent in this draft, and Marvin Harrison Jr. could be there, or the Bears could go a different route, right? It's not necessarily attaching them to that. So it's going to be interesting to watch to see how this unfolds. You're not going to get anything anytime soon. I believe the Bears traded the number one overall pick last year on March 15th. So we still have well over a month of speculation, well over a month of, you know, the back and forth rumors from the national media on the Bears, will they, won't they, all this. But it's going to be making a fun offseason to continue to talk and watch out for. But I do think, you know, when you pair the fact that Cleve Kingsbury has coached Caleb Williams, worked closely with him on top of he's from the D.C. area, maybe there's a lot there that, you know, where there's some smoke, there may be some fire. So we'll end up seeing. Again, we, we know, I don't, again, I, as I've been telling you guys, Anybody who says they know exactly what the Chicago Bears are going to do, they're lying to you. They're still figuring it out. They're still, they won't make that decision until they really get a chance to look at and evaluate these players up close with having them have their own workouts for those guys. Now, with that said, there have been some questions around Caleb Williams, some that have already been eliminated, but you want to talk about, right? The, 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 the question on, does Caleb Williams want to be drafted by the Chicago Bears? Not that they'll refuse. I know that there's been some people to say, well, look at what happened with Eli Manning. There have absolutely been quarterbacks who have dictated and basically said, listen, I don't want to be here. But I do think that Caleb Williams, when you look at even the way that him and his father have, have managed their, uh, his collegiate 
uh, football career, he went to teams and initially came off the bench, right? And, and you know, looked at that second area. You're like, Caleb Williams is smart. And while you, he's going to want to go to a situation that not only is going to be best for him, that maybe he can thrive in, it may become about that second contract for Caleb Williams, meaning that he that this first NFL contract, which is his rookie-scale deal, he may want to go to the uh, go to a team that is going to offer him the best position to showcase his skills. So that second deal is really where he gets paid the utmost at. And when you look at it, the 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 Chicago Bears offer the best chance of that. When you look at how we are with the cap space, with what we already have in place, the offensive uh, uh the offensive now staff here, and the ability to add high level players still in this draft, with where the Bears also have two first round picks, they could offer a really good one. When you look at it, right with with uh, the Carolina Panthers trade last year for Bryce Young, what they traded in future assets to get Bryce Young is definitely going to hurt their ability to put pieces around Bryce Young as soon as what they would have been. Uh, again, they would have had him, though, so that, that's what they took. The Bears don't have that. The Bears can hold on to their own picks in this draft, theoretically, at number one and number nine and be able to completely transform this with also DJ Moore. Again, you guys know, I'm a guy who would love to – I want to see the Bears hold on to Justin Fields. I want to see them improve the areas. So this is in no way me saying that I this is what I hope the Bears would do. I just want them to make the right decision, right? My 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 uh, particulars over any player doesn't matter in this case. It's about what's going to be the best situation and decision for the Bears. But if they were, right, that's what I'm saying. If they were to decide to go ahead and draft Caleb Williams, they do have the ability to probably put one of the better teams around him right away, and that goes with him or Justin, whoever is that quarterback, because of the asses that they have. So. Like I said in yesterday's kind of rant and stream, it's not necessarily about if Caleb, uh, you know, if 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 you can get Caleb here because you can. You got to ask yourself that question is, will Caleb want to look to stay here long term? And the only way that the Bears could do that is not only by drafting Caleb, is by putting the best team around him to where the team is winning. And that's where some people have their doubts and their questions about what the Bears are going to do. So, you know, we'll end up seeing what happens with that. There's there's some things when it comes down to it. Uh, there's some knocks on Caleb Williams, even some of his former coaches saying that, you know, when, when the game isn't necessarily going the way that they want it to, it kind of shuts down and becomes a brick wall. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, the Bears, they're going to have to review all this. This isn't a decision i got to make, thank God, because, listen, as every time some new information comes about, I'm just like, hey, I have no idea what this team's going to do. But, hey, we'll see it. We'll be here to review it, and we'll see what happens to it. I, you know, if there is any doubt from the Bears on not only – it, would Caleb stay here long term? Because, again, the Bears have their own historical issues with quarterbacks and developing quarterbacks. Then maybe that may inform what they're going to do as well in the draft. But we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of narratives. Everything. Matter of fact, almost everything right now is narrative driven. Everything. Like to, to a degree. It's all narrative driven. And so when it comes down to it, man, we got we to gotta see what's going to happen, man. Um, you know, what the Bears are going to do, how they're going to spend their money, things like that. I know the Saquon Barkley rumors continue to be out there. but We'll end up seeing, man, what's going to happen uh, with this quarterback situation with the Bears. And like I said, we may have some clarity on it within a month. Like I said, about four to six weeks, we should absolutely know what's going to happen. And, you know, it, it is what it is. The, the Some of the bigger questions, though, around whatever the Bears quarterback situation is going to be going forward is that is this new offensive staff truly going to indicate the Bears moving on from old school football where it's all defensive driven to having an actual dynamic offense? Because We've never really been one of those teams that have one of those truly modern-style offenses, and that is what is going to help elevate a quarterback um, in, in, in the modern NFL. So, you know, that's something that you absolutely want to look at for as well as the Bears go forward is that 
Is it going to be uh, a, a situation where this offense really does take off and look more modern? Are we going to truly put that quarterback, be willing to put the right pieces around the quarterback? Because, listen, the Bears have seemed to, to misevaluate a lot of quarterback talent over the years, and so you want to make sure that that doesn't continue. You want to put those quarterbacks in the right situation to truly evaluate that, that talent. And then at the end of the day, too, the pressure from the fan base when it comes to a quarterback thriving in Chicago, that's one thing that it, it's not really tangible. But best believe, regardless if it's Justin, regardless if it's Caleb, whoever ends up being the quarterback of the Chicago Bears heading into next season is going to have immense pressure. J Justin Fields with the doubts already around him, how he's going to develop and up his game if he does maintain and, and continue being the Bears quarterback. Caleb Williams, people are going to look for him to come in and, and do something right away, especially with the talent on this team, to prove he was better than Justin. And it was the right one that's going to come from Justin Naysayers. And then the people who are Caleb supporters are definitely going to look at it and say, hey, we want our guy to thrive. Give our guy some time, right? So the discourse there is also going to be a big thing as well. So those are things that you, you just can't deny are going to be around this team um, or the quarterback position with this team. And we'll see where it's going to end up heading. But Senior Bowl happened. And you want to talk, I, I want to talk briefly about some of the best prospects listed as it could be potential targets for the Bears that we're on this now. And uh, so, well, in this in this Pro Bowl. And so the first one, Darius Robinson. This is a defensive lineman from Missouri. This guy had nine sacks and 42 total pressures in 2023 and a 17% pass win rate. Uh, and then, you, listen, he's 6'5", 296 pounds, and he is a quick guy even for that size. He's definitely somebody that they can look at. Jackson Powers Johnson is another one, center prospect in this draft. We already already know the Bears need a center, so any center prospect that went over the top centers uh, in this in this um, in the Senior Bowl. Anyway, he's definitely one that's also on there. Jamari Thrash, wide receiver out of Louisville, he got sixty three passes for eight hundred and fifty eight yards and six touchdowns last season. Then in two thousand twenty two, he had sixty one receptions for one hundred one thousand one hundred and twenty two yards and seven touchdowns for Georgia Southern last year so he's another guy that uh that that, that the, I'm sorry that was in 2022 but he's another guy that could be on the Bears board that they could look to maybe maybe get somebody that's kind of unexpected another one Roman Wilson the wide receiver out of out of, out of Michigan he's also listed as, as a potential target for the Chicago Bears out of this senior bowl and then of course Latou this is a guy the defensive end UCLA we already know that he's on the should be on the Bears board come on now he's out of position in need so definitely somebody that the Bears could look at do not be surprised if a few names from the Senior Bowl are once again called by the Chicago Bears when the NFL draft comes around. But with that said, we got voicemails we need to get into. Let's get into this first one. This one's from the 612. Hey, I heard you brothers today, the Cognac Boys, talking about what I shared online. And I, I also want to add this thought to uh, all of y'all. Hayes, Cognac Boys, even the big dude on the, radio, on the, on the group. Man, y'all doing a good job, man. And, we have to trust you guys' experience. I, I'm from Chicago, man. I lived on 43rd and graduated from Dr. Martin Luther King High School when it was a brand-new school on 45th and Drexel. So I know Chicago real well, spent many years there. But Chicago is doing what it has to do in this season. And I, I like them keeping everything hush-hush. Uh, I'm I'm down for Justin. Uh, Caleb Williams is like any other draft pick. It's a, it's a crapshoot. You know, if he works out, fine. But they don't have to make a lot of adjustments with uh, Justin. Justin has the ability. He has the long ball. He has the ability to run. Once they build the necessary pieces around him, you give any quarterback 
four seconds, he's going to be more effective. But now that there's proper uh, quarterback coaching to support him and help him to realign himself, I see big things happening for Chicago. And I agree with you guys, man. It's about waiting for the front office to make the proper decisions because they're doing that. So uh, I'm in, in 100% agreement with you guys. But also, without the the, the outside and, and all the media jerks doing what they're doing, it won't make a person listen to real insight and real uh, research people. You guys know what you guys are doing. <clears throat> I watch your show regularly, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I'm lifting all the cognac boys. Y'all bad. Uh, uh, Hayes, you a bad man. Uh, I'm jealous of them. Them joints you be wearing, though, man, because you be coming hard with them joints, man. Make me want to start hooking up some more joints as far as them hats and shirts y'all be wearing. So keep up the good work, man. We we appreciate y'all. Chicago up, bear down, 43rd Street, South Side. Bears doing what they have to do, and that's really what it comes down to. Do what you have to, what you need to do, and improve the team, right? Having better coaches for the quarterback, does that get you more out of Justin? Does that allow you to develop your next quarterback if you do move on? The Bears have put themselves in a situation where they are breeding the right coaching situation, not just for the quarterback, but for the team overall to develop offensive weapons and to become a more modern-style offense, and that's what we want to see for the Chicago Bears. So we'll see what happens in that. And I think overall, when it, when you look at it, Brian Poles and and and, and uh, Kevin Warren just got, got work to do. That's just really what it comes down to. And they've done that first leg of the work in bringing in this new coaching staff, and they played they play that out extremely well. I love how they laid out and, and brought in this new coaching staff. Now it's the roster. Evaluation periods for their own free agents are going to come up first, but while they're doing that, they're also going to be looking at these draft prospects, and that's going to include quarterback. And so, you know, we'll see what they end up doing with it. I think, uh, you know, they're, they're, I've talked about it. There are pluses and minus any way you want to look at it, whether you're talking about Justin or Caleb. They're, they're both positives and negatives on, on both sides of that. But it's up to them to make the right choice and put the Bears in the situation so they can be, we can be, a playoff team. So definitely agree with you on that one. Let's get into this next voicemail, the last one for today, from the 913. Man, first of all, this is what really been on my mind lately. Who flipped the narrative that the Bears is even looking to replace the quarterback? Like, what led to this? Let's, let's think about what actually led up to this. It was the Bajan stuff at first, and and I feel like that Bajan, you know, uh, snowballs just just spiraled into the Bears are looking for a new quarterback, bro. A lot of you not, I really feel like we're so far away from the actual truth. I believe that them people knew before the end of the season last year that Justin would be the quarterback this year. I hate to say that, but that should be what we're talking about, bro. Like, how do you progress? And then your job, like, like imagine being good at your job, at your job, and then they, a new person comes in and they're like, we should put him there without even seeing him do your job. Like, did, did do anybody see any common sense in that? Like, does, does Justin Fields suck that much that you have to replace him? Does he suck that bad, bro? Like, real talk, is he, is he not progressing? Is the shit that's wrong with him, can that not be fixed? Has he not had a fucking fucked up O-line? Has all the things this, 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 like, are we not seeing these things? Are we blind to the fact of that? Are, are we only paying attention to replacing him? And where did that come from? Who in the fucking front office said that they wanted to do that? Who actually made us today uh, arguing about who's going to be the quarterback? 
who even started the whole shit of the quarterback shit in the first place? And who knows if it even is one, bro? Shout town up, bear down. This your boy Dougie Dudes. Too much on Twitter. Holla. What led to the narrative of the bull of the Bears looking for a new QB? Simply put, the production and the team not winning. I, I get it that we say that, oh, well, it's all narrative-driven. No, there's facts, and Ryan Poles has played into it as well. When you look at his season in the press conference, saying that they haven't made a decision yet, that they're going to review uh, Justin, that they're going to look at it. So, I mean, Poles is also the, the Bears' front office. is not just narrative. Now, a lot of it is narrative. The little bit storylines and the nitpicking, those are narratives pushed forward by the national media. But when it comes down to it, why is it the narrative going around? What led to this? It's simply the production. That's just the easiest way to put into it. And yes, there are numerous reasons why the Bears offense was what it was. But one of those is the performance of Justin Fields. Now, there, like I said, there are reasons around that. That isn't the only reason, but there are reasons around it. And that is what's led to this national media conversation and amongst Bears fandom as well on what the Bears are going to do with the quarterback situation, because it is important that they get this right and that's that's basically what it just boils down to is getting it right and can they get it right I think that they can I have faith that you know that uh, Ryan Post has earned my trust and and you know we're not going to be able to necessarily tell the full story on that just next season right we're not going to be able to go into 2024 and be like boom we know 100% that Ryan Post made the made the right choice unless we just get lucky now if that happens and we're coming out of that and the Bears are rocking and rolling, winning a bunch of games, or going to this playoff team, we look like a, a team that can make a run in the playoffs. Okay, well, then the, then the answer will probably be there after that, right? But this may take some time to really know which one was the right uh, choice. And, you know, we'll see. Like I said, I don't envy being in the position that Ryan Poles is in at all. Never. I don't. Because it's not as easy as us Bears fans like to talk about it, make it seem. It's not as easy as the national media tries to make it seem. This is tough. This is tough because you're not only weighing the players in Justin Fields versus Kayla Williams, you're also weighing the potential assets you can get back for the number one overall pick and how that can set up your future for your franchise for the future as well. So it's a lot of different factors that go into it. But the narrative, to, to go back to your original question, what led to the narrative? Simply put, in fairness, it's just production. And we'll see if that uh, part of it gets solved in 2024. But guys, thank you so much for leaving your voicemails. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. ChicagoBearCentral.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, Shy Town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. 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 Media.